Warning, you have just entered The Bold Cast. Aiming at creating your best self, The Bold Cast is hosted by David Kelly and Haristo Penchev. Is likely for you. Live your boldest life. All right, Haristo. Welcome to The Bold Cast, the first installment. How's it feel to finally get this thing going? It feels really good, to be fair, especially since the many technical difficulties we've been through since we're since we arrived at this point, so yeah, I'm man, very um, proud of us, you know? That's, uh, that's putting it mildly, to be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah. I feel like anytime I'm getting something started for the first time, it's just, you always assume, oh, it's going to go great. You know, it's just going to go like this, and then I'm going to do that, and then it's going to work. It doesn't ever happen that way, right? Honestly, it never, it never, it never, it never happens like that. Um, and to be fair, I think we both have so much experience in the different sides of life that oh, we, we should do. know better. Yeah. But I think we did the mistake <laughs> to have positive expectations this time. Uh, yeah. But, you know, the most important thing is that, you know, we've been through all the obstacles and now we're yes. ready to roll, finally. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was doing I started doing meditation recently, and I've been following uh, on this app called uh, Waking Up. It's by Sam Harris. I'm not even mm -hmm. trying to plug it, but I definitely recommend it for people. It's a really good app. But you know, he was talking about meditation, and you know, he was explaining it's kind of like learning a sport, or you know, and I equate this to anything. You know, mm -hmm. whether you're like surfing or skateboarding or whatever. The first couple times you go to, you know, he used the example of surfing to go to get up mm -hmm. on the board. You fall every time, right? You just keep falling and falling, falling and falling and falling. And you have to like get over that hump before you can even try to actually surf, right? To do what you're intending to do. You have to like mess up so many times mm -hmm. that it just becomes your body becomes trained to do that. You know, it becomes mm -hmm. accustomed to how it feels to stand up on the board and stuff like that. Now I've never surfed, but I think that's a great <laughs> analogy for starting anything because you know, with with this podcast, like I came into it and I'm like, all right, we're just going to do it this way and then it's going to work that way and then we're going to release it. And, but that's never the case. It's never the case. And I should have expected that. But um, I'm glad we're here and I'm glad we're rolling with this now because I've been dying to do this for so long, man. Yeah, same here. You know, you and I have been developing this idea. We have been discussing it for months now. So it's so, I would say, even relieving that we are finally in a position to execute something that we are both so passionate about and something that we've wanted to do for such a long period of time. So it's just good to be in this position, you know? Amen. Um, yep. But yeah, to, you know, to refer back to your point, I think this concept, the, the one that you've mentioned, is something that can be actually applied to every single aspect of a, of a person's life, you know? Nowadays, people are so concentrated on starting something just for the sake of reaching uh, the final point yeah, and the yeah. final result. But what most of the people nowadays don't really realize is the fact that you are meant to go through the tough times to get to the actual results. And um, this sounds so banal, I know. Yeah. You know, this is something. This is something that for some people would would sound so obvious. But uh, the matter of the fact is that. It's, it sounds good as a piece of information, but it's so difficult to actually implement it in practice, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that that is where, you know, we live in a, well, no, I don't even say culture because culture is like such a global thing now. I mean, 
you're yeah. from Bulgaria, you live there in the UK and stuff like that. And I'm in America, but everything you're talking about is so relevant to both societies and everything. Cause mm-hmm. we live in a global integrated culture now. And True. you know, what I was going to say is our culture is so tied to results. Like, and if you mm-hmm. think about this, we're coached from a young age. Uh, exactly what a perfect example of this is mm-hmm. school, at least in America. It's all about mm-hmm. grades. It's not actually about what you learn, because if you think about it like this, you can learn something and memorize it and you will forget it after you take the test. There's actually something mm-hmm. that's called the forget. Uh, I think it's called the forgetting curve as funny as that's called. Mm-hmm. Um, within like 24 hours of learning something, you've already forgotten like nearly half of it by mm-hmm. a week's time. You've forgotten 90 percent of it. So you only walk away with like 10 percent of it. So. You know, the whole school system and how it's set up to memorize things and then spit them out for a test, forget them, learn new stuff, spit it out for a test, forget it. And then when you progress on, it's done. Like you don't remember most of that stuff. The way you actually like remember things and actually implement things is by learning them and directly applying them in your life. And that's just my opinion because that's my experience and I've... Anybody else I talk to that is actually like a successful person pretty much says the same thing, <laughs> you know. Exactly, you know, and and a person that you know had a had a great role in the development of my professional career uh, once said that one of the biggest mistakes that people do nowadays is the fact that they conflate the terms of knowledge and intelligence. Yes. And to yes. to prove your point, he was just saying he was explaining the fact that schools and the educational system in general they're trying to put knowledge and facts in your brain but they don't teach you how to think and how to act right which i think is the is the aspect of our personalities that we should mostly concentrate on you know because knowledge is important don't get me wrong it's important you have knowledge that you can base your decisions on but at the same time your the concept of your thought of, of, of your thought development should always be in terms of how to utilize the information you have and to put it to your benefit for actions. So um, I, I completely agree, you know, and uh, I think that's actually one of the main points of what we do with this podcast too, that we kind of want to bring awareness to the aspect of using your individual characteristics and using your unique way of thinking and perceiving the world around you and use it to your benefit in the process of developing yourself. That's such an excellent point, Haristo. I couldn't agree more. You know, I think that one of the, man, the thing that school, here's the way I'd explain it. I remember seeing, um, uh, I think his name is Sir Ken Robinson or something, something like that, something mm-hmm. Robinson. He wrote a really good mm-hmm. book called The Element, which I highly recommend everybody read. Um, basically the books about, you know, finding your own, uh, strengths and weaknesses and, you know, doubling down on those and, you know, being in your element in life essentially. But, you know, I saw him give a Ted talk once, um, and he was talking about, you know, in America and you have to give me your uh, feedback on what it was like for you guys. Cause I don't, I don't know sure. anything about the education system there, mm-hmm. but you know, I have a sister, right? And mm-hmm. If you ask my mom or dad if my sister and I were exactly the same, they would laugh. We're not at all the same. <laughs> and if you ask any parent about their kids, they're going to tell you that their kids are very differently. And they and they look at them like that, right? 
Well, the problem with education is it doesn't do that. It doesn't look at me and her differently. It assumes we're the same. We learn the same things. We are tried to we're encouraged to pursue becoming great at math and science. And at least in America, this is how it's been transitioned. Mm-hmm. Math and science are so so much more important than anything else. But mm-hmm. the problem with that is is that while math and science, I'm very big on them personally, and I, mm-hmm. and I, I was good at them. The problem is they're not relevant outside of their application. So for example, if you look up, I encourage everybody to do this, Google the benefits of learning an instrument. You will see that it improves your IQ score. It improves problem solving. I mean, there's like literally 20 things. Then Google the benefits of learning calculus. You will find none outside of where that is directly relevant, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about education systems are trying to make us stronger, better people, smarter, whatever. I actually don't agree with that because if they were trying to do that, everybody would learn how to play an instrument. Not be just mm-hmm. to play the instrument, but to actually improve upon your brain and train your brain and things like that. Um, math and science do train your brain in a very analytical way, but where are you training the the crea- creative aspects of your brain? You're not If you're not pursuing that yourself while you're in school and when you're younger and stuff like that, and unless you're innately more gifted in that way, mm-hmm. I just don't think you're going to ever develop that part. So really what education systems in America have been doing are trying to take everybody and make them the same. And mm-hmm. then society doesn't reward that. <laughs> like Society yeah. does not at all reward people who mm-hmm. can stand in line and follow mm-hmm. the rules. That might have been the case for like my parents' generation, and I do believe that because of the various things. But boy, in the economy we live in today, in the world we live in today, ah, uh, that's just not the case, man. You know, you got to be, you have to be very, very good individually and very skilled. So I'm interested uh, to hear what your I, experience is like with that. I mean, I completely agree. You know, I think that uniqueness nowadays is something that is so neglected and so ignored by i would say you know the bigger part of the society but at the same time is such a significant part of it and i think it's ridiculous that this whole issue and this whole problem is not recognized better than everyone around us because nowadays as we've talked before everyone is so concentrated on results on progression on achieving certain goals but at the same time children and people in general are teached to do absolutely the same thing doing the same the same old procedure on and on achieving the same results and at the same time these are just mutually exclusive concepts right oh yeah it's just it just doesn't make sense at all but to answer your question um it was the situation in terms of the educational process here was the absolute same (laughs) <laughs> and I think that's the case with all over the world, yeah, in all yeah, fairness. Yeah. I think this is more of a generational problem rather than a location-based one. That's a really you know good way of putting I mean. it. You know? Um, because, as you said, people now are concentrated in, on, you know, in, in uh, developing themselves in their specific comfort zones, in making sure that they're working on something that has proven successful track record of success regardless of of whether this success is actually 
relevant to their specific characteristics or yeah. not. And the problem, and I wouldn't say the problem, but something really, really sad is that some people don't trust themselves and their qualities enough to get out of this bubble, try to be themselves, try to empower their characteristics and achieve the results that are relevant to their specific profiles. And they they decide to stay in that bubble, to follow the same patterns and formulas just so that they're not judged by the society or the expectations of the families or whatever the case might be, which I'm pretty sure you would agree. It's completely yeah, sad yeah. and yes. so, so sad. You know, that it just goes back to, it's funny because I was just kind of, I, I want to be very clear, I'm not ragging on science or math at all. I'm mm -hmm. ragging on the fact that they have taken such a precedent over other subjects and uh competencies and things like that like you know for example i know you went to school for engineering right yeah yeah uh, that's 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 the that's the case i was going to bring up as well you know i i've studied engineering i have a degree in civil and structural engineering which is such a heavy um science and math based right subject in general right this is something that i've studied for the best part of my life in general you know, my family has been involved in this industry. I started studying specific subjects and topics from eighth grade. I continue right. this in the university and I've been doing this for so long. And the thing is, as you said, it, it didn't prepare me for absolutely anything. You know, it, it, it has little to no value to my actual life. Regardless of whether, you know, whether we are talking that I didn't actually pursue this career path and I yeah. moved into another direction. But the thing is that it actually has, you know, developing yourself in these areas has no value to the development of your personality and your personal life. It has value only to your professional goals and development, yeah. which I, I, I don't think is a sustainable method, you know. You know, I think, because um, I'm curious, because I, you know, my dad was an engineer, um, yeah. but you know, outside of that, I'm not, I don't, obviously I was, I didn't go to engineering school or anything like mm -hmm. that. Although I, I took a lot of like higher level science and stuff classes, but I'm not mm -hmm. like, engineering is foreign to me. Okay. Um, but you know, to me, really like the best engineers, at least from what I can tell when I've learned from other people are kind of artists because you're, yeah. you're, you're 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 creating even like the science is the underlying like of how the stuff works right but yeah. if you're trying to like innovate something you have to have an art form to that and exactly. so if you're taking a bunch of people again i'm going to be very clear here i don't i'm not an engineer and i i don't know nearly as much about it as you do that's why i'm mm -hmm. i want to talk to you about this mm -hmm. like don't you think that there's and i don't know like how your training was with this mm -hmm. but i mean to me you want engineers that understand the math and the science and everything, of course, but you want them to be able to think outside the box, right? Because those are the people that are going to, like, like Elon Musk, for example, right? Like, that's the defini definition of somebody who he understands the science and things like that, but he has enough creativity, more than enough creativity, to actually be able to create something unique. And the only way you move the world forward and progress things is by having people like that. And what happens is like, I always think about things in terms of a, uh, 
like a distribution, right? Mm-hmm. You have a, like a bell curve. You have mm-hmm. the most people are in the are in the middle. So mm-hmm. in any one profession or any just society in general, you want as many people to be going towards the tails for creativity, the creativity scale. You have like mm-hmm. ultimate creativity right here, and then you have like none right here. The mm-hmm. more people you could push that way, the better society is going to be set up because you're going to have more people that are innovating and doing things like that. I don't care if you're in science, in math, just different ways of looking at things. That's why sometimes people outside of the fields that we're talking about can look at things in those fields and go, hey, did you ever think about looking at it this way? And then it just clicks and they're like, whoa, I never saw it that way. There needs to be more of that, you know? And education just, man, it's one of my biggest things. That's one of my biggest gripes right now is you're tr- they're taking as I've said they're taking everybody and they're trying to make them all squish in the middle of that creativity mm-hmm. curve. Just follow mm-hmm. the rules, follow you know, stand in line and then get your reward. But again, as I said, that's just not you got to be bold, man. That's what the world re- rewards today. That's what we're calling this damn thing the bold cast because the reward exactly. the world the world rewards bold people. Period. Mm-hmm. I I completely agree, and you know I think and I've always said that. The key to success to everything that you want to achieve, regardless of its nature, it's always creativity. This is always the thing that gets you to the level that you want to be. Regardless if we're talking about engineering, music, science, medicine, you know, all the successful people, all the successful figures that, you know, that made difference in the world with, with their work, the main thing that they had more than all of their competitors or regard or whatever the case might be was creativity you know in the end of the day information knowledge methods of doing things they just should be your main um you, you know the main methods for you to use this knowledge and shape it in a way that it can actually make difference right so that's why I completely agree to to your point in terms of education. I think the educational system is so concentrated on providing you with these big blocks of knowledge and details that you need creativity to use in order to put them in work and to create something significant, right? But no one really um, puts an aspect on that. So it's... Uh, it's it, it's a very yeah it's it's, it's interesting situation you know it's it's something where to me the world what we need always to be making in any society across any area location whatever are problem solvers so mm-hmm. you, how do you solve problems you know how do you d- develop solutions to problems you have to think outside of the box so mm-hmm. if you're in a education system which literally teaches you to think inside the box you know the people that end up this is what's so funny to me and i'm a big gary vanderchuk fan and me and you've talked about him a lot yeah but you like you know he was like a c student or whatever and kind of a rebel or whatever and now it's funny because he's like the most successful person from my understanding from his like high school class but he was like middle of the road towards the bottom of the road kind of person in terms of grades and stuff. So objectively, our school systems don't 
all they're supposed to be doing, or at least in America, they're supposed to be evaluating people and kind of... That's really what they're doing, to be honest. Like mm-hmm. it's sold that, like, oh yeah, we're trying to make you smarter and this and that. It's really not what you're trying to do. They're trying to evaluate you and let you know where you stand in relation to other people, so that you know, okay, I'm going to go to college or I'm going to go to, you know, trade school or you know, I'm going to work at Wendy's, like whatever it is. And you know, objectively, Gary Vaynerchuk, Vaynerchuk, in a system that makes sense, should have been number one, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Like, that's just obvious. But he was not. So if you're going to sit here and... Th- I, I think there's no there's no, um, there's no, no way to combat that and be like, well, no, it's doing the right job because, you know... So th- you would expect, like, the top five students in your graduating class would be the most successful. But mm-hmm. if you go and look at studies, that is not at all the case at all. I don't know. It's not at all. Because really what school rewards are people that I said before... The people that fit and stand in line very nicely. I have never done that. Ask my parents. I was I'm terrible at that. But guess what? I've also started my own business. Um, I'm the director of marketing for a nonprofit. I have my own band that's been that's sold music in 60 countries worldwide and built up a relatively large audience. I've you know gone as a tour manager to Europe. I'm not even trying to you know I'm not trying to brag or anything, but it's objectively not right. And again, I was like, I was pretty good in school, but you know, sure, there's some people that are the top of the class kind of thing that will do well. I don't doubt that at all. But to say that, like, because you came in last in your in your graduating rankings, well, then you're you know you're done, you're toast, you have no chance in life. Man, that's just not true. All my friends that are entrepreneurs and business owners and musicians and stuff like that, the reasons why they're so good at what they do is because of the exact reasons why they weren't mm-hmm. that great in school. So that mm-hmm. should tell you that, that there's something not right about that, right? Uh, absolutely. But, you know, and I think, don't get me wrong, I, I do believe the educational system is incredibly flawed, but I think the problem lies a bit more beneath that. And I think the educational absolutely. system is just representing the tendencies of the society because... You know, obviously, educational system rewards more, um, you know, academically evolved students. Uh, but at the same time, this is how society works as well. You know, people are more impressed. People value more um, kids and children and graduates that graduated in certain subjects rather than others. You know, for example, even with us, regardless of what we achieve, in the eyes of a, of, a, of a standard member of society nowadays, would be just people who are involved in music and doing their own businesses. That's not what something that they would value, you know? No. For them, a successful person is someone that works in an office, 9 to 5, have a relatively big salary, a decent house that is bought on a pretty significant loan as well, yeah. two kids a dog, and that's all, right? <laughs> Regardless of what we achieve, we would never be successful for these people. And that's yeah. why for the educational system would never reward people like us as well. And again, I know this sounds pretentious. Dave and I are not here to brag about that and to try not to, yeah, not you know, no. and to try to, you know, show why uh, we are successful while some people believe that we are not. But, it's it's just how it works. It's just yeah. it's just how the world operates nowadays. So yeah, 
And, you know, you bring up a good point. Like, the point of this podcast is not for you or I to just sit here and, like, pat ourselves on the back. (laughs) Like, first of all, I don't want anybody to sit here and think, like, and I'll speak for myself, that I'm Mm -hmm. some wildly successful person. I'm not Mm -hmm. right now. Like, I'm trying to walk that road and be successful first of all successful is a is a relative thing yeah right what it means to me and what it means to you could be very different things and what it means to somebody else compared to Mm -hmm. you and i are all relative things in my mind i am i actually this brings up a good point i had a a girl recently say to me like oh man like you're super successful you know she was going on about like you know your band you have your own company and this i'm like okay you know, maybe I do a bad job of presenting this because mm-hmm. I'm not at all. Like, I just started the business within a year, okay? I live at home with my parents mm-hmm. still. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. for that to be said, like, I'm not wildly successful at all, you know? Mm-hmm. But I definitely have the approach that I believe that will allow me to walk that road. The problem is for somebody like me or you, because we're living a life where we're creating all these things for ourselves, it takes a long time. Or a longer yeah. time to get mm-hmm. the rewards. And everybody that's ever started anything will tell you that. It takes yeah. years, man. Like, try decades, you know? Like, it's it takes a long time. And I actually, I made a post on Instagram about this recently because I see this happen every single, every single year in the gym. Somebody will set a resolution at the beginning of the year and they'll come in <laughs> and they don't hit it by January 15th and they get all upset. It's like, dude, I've been working out I've been working my ass off fitness wise for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm still not even close to where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Am I, am I better than what I was? Of course. Yeah. Same with vocals. I've been doing that for like 10 years. Like people just don't appreciate that. It takes a long time, man. And you know, I, you know, Haristo is a, uh, he just published a book and that's something we could talk about, but you know, how long and how frustrating, because I remember talking to you during that process, like, yeah. it takes a long time from the time where you agreed to, you know, you got the deal to write it and then to write it and then revise it and then send it to the publisher and they edit it and then you get it back and you do it again and then to get it published, man, like, how, it's such a long period of time, right? Jesus, um, it took more than two years, yeah. I would say. And keep in mind that we're talking about two years where I spent every single hour in the day working on that. So, you know, it was very intense process and it still took this incredible amount of time. And it's just, um, you know, that's why it's so frustrating for me because obviously some people knew what I was working on behind the scenes before everything was announced. And they would be like, oh, did you finish it already? When it's going out, you know? When it's going to... When I will be going to... Be, when I'll be able to buy it or whatever. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. It doesn't work like that. You know, it takes yeah. incredible amounts of time. And the most frustrating thing is that people who are not really used to this sort of routine and mental discipline to achieving this sort of results, they just don't get it. Yeah. And they don't have the patience. And I think... The main aspect, the main part of what we do and that we want to bring awareness to is that if you want to achieve certain results, your main goal should be to commit to the process 
yes. and gain enjoyment of being involved into the said yes. process. Rather than trying to do whatever you're doing just for the sake of the of, of the final results, right? So, I cannot agree more. And, you know, this is, a, this is an example that I constantly repeat. You know about it as well. Um, but... Uh, and you know, you know Johnny of nothing more, obviously. Oh, yeah, Talk yeah, yeah, yeah. about I him. Hung out with, I hung out with him in uh, Switzerland a little bit. Yeah, yeah. which amazing sounds, guy. sounds funny to say, but yeah, I yeah, <laughs> I love that dude. He's awesome. Amazing personality, and when I met him, you know, he was explaining how he he and his band spent thirteen years playing small bars in front dude. of fifteen to twenty people. While they are trying to establish proper lives, before yeah. you know, in the end of year fourteen of their career, they got noticed by a label. They were they were signed to a label, and additionally, they were nominated for three Grammys. Yeah. And this is the perfect example that I'm always giving when it comes to this sort of thing. It takes time, and I'm saying that because. You know, from personal perspective, I meet artists, I meet professionals and every other sort of people really during my everyday life. And I'm seeing people who want to achieve everything here and now. You yeah, know? I and completely if, agree. If they don't do it, they start blaming the circumstances. They start blaming the variables or whatever the case might be. Yeah. Which is not the right you know, way to do <laughs> I'm so glad you just brought up nothing more because yeah so you know for people that are listening to this that don't necessarily listen to the kind of music that you and I are talking about nothing more mm-hmm. is a really big band I mean they're a huge rock band they're one of the biggest bands in the world right now I would say that are first, all, you know, first first rock band to get free Grammy nominations in one year that's amazing <laughs> that's incredible so that just kind of so people can understand like they're yes. a huge deal right so mm-hmm. <laughs> Funny story, when I, like I said, I was hanging out with them in Switzerland. So Galactic Empire was playing uh, this, I think it was called Rock the Ring Fest or something. It was like right outside of Zurich. And so I, they were the really the only other band that I knew of that was on that, that festival. So, you know, we, after they were done playing, we, both bands for some reason played like really early in the day. I don't know why, but we were hanging out with them and drinking with them for a little while. And dude, I had the... I think about, you know, like when you're just like laying in bed and you're like, man, why did I say that? You know how you do that? <laughs> this was maybe the worst, one of the worst things I've ever done. I mean, it's not that I said anything bad. It's just I immediately wanted to eat my words. I was like talking to their bass player and I'm like, man, you guys kind of just like blew up out of nowhere. And he goes, he goes, oh, not really, man. And he starts telling me exactly the same story as you. He's like, yeah, for like 13 or 14 years. We played small yeah. bars. We did, you know, small regional tours. And then, you know, we kind of blew up out of nowhere. You know, and he started laughing. And I'm like, oh, man, I just, you know, it's <laughs> funny because that's so true, though. Like, every time it I is. think that, I'm like, man, that band came out of nowhere. Then you find out that, like, a, a great example of this is, like, I Prevail. Okay? I Prevail. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, another another band in in the rock and metal area that's just kind of exploded. If you you know you don't listen to rock or metal, but they're one of the bigger bands now, and you know it's hilarious because those guys all were in other projects that weren't doing so hot, and then they came together and it and it, they released a cover song, and the cover song blew up kind of. It was a Taylor Swift song, and then 
they got signed, if I believe, or the, I might have the the order of that wrong, but yeah, but then right. yeah, they got bigger from that. But they also, it's not like they weren't. It's not like they just started playing music in when they released that song. They these guys were doing that for years in their own towns and stuff like that. So like, my perception of that is always flawed when I look at myself and I'm like, man, I've been doing this for like eight years. Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, but then I'm like, man. Yeah. You know what? Actually, that's not surprising to me because it just takes time. And, you know, the same thing when I'm talking about music is the same thing applies to business. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, you also own a digital marketing company. I own one too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a frustrating process because we've talked many times about, you know, meetings with clients and stuff like that and they don't seem to grasp it, you know, and it takes time, man. It's just if you, if you learn that, if you learn that you, if you put in the hard work in the micro and you just willing to wake up every day and just bust your ass every single day in these things you want to be mm-hmm. you know successful in but you have patience in the long term you're going to get there like yeah. whether it's changing your body becoming a better vocalist make you know starting a billion dollar company or you know whatever it is you're able to do it if you are a relentlessly putting in the work day to day, but you have the vision and mindset to understand, okay, it's not going to happen overnight. Nothing ever happens overnight. It's going to take me a long time, but I'm willing to do it because I shared this quote the other day on, on Instagram and Snapchat and stuff with something to the extent of like, who cares if your dreams don't, you know, your dreams and goals take a long time to achieve. What else are you going to do with that time anyway? Right? What else are you going to do? So you just want to give up so because it's going to take a long time? All right, then give up, right? Go go work and do, and do that normal job that you didn't want to do in the first place when you could have been working towards your goal anyway. So I don't understand that. But, you know, a lot of people don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I completely agree. And um, the thing is, you know, it's ridiculous. I think the, that's why we're here because we want to bring awareness to every person who wants to achieve something significant in their lives something that is unique and something that might not be that well perceived by all of the all of the society around them right because the mental aspect that we're facing with this whole process is just it's just terrible sometimes you know and you know that both you and i have talked about just before it's so difficult when you're a result-oriented person you know to keep working on something and to see that your expectations might not be you know met but um that's why i'm always saying to my clients or everyone that you know is interested in these sort of topics just give yourself time you know sometimes it's difficult sometimes when you're rushed by the expectations of your family or the people around you or your friends, it's so hard to get washed into this thought process and start doubting yourself, start doubting your efforts and constantly ask yourself whether you're doing the right thing. But sometimes just remember to give yourself time, trust yourself into the in the process as well because that's important. Chances are that you're 26 27 or 25 or whatever the case might be you are still in the beginning stages of your life and chances are that you've already accomplished more than most of the people around you yeah yeah 
Yep. And this is something that, yep. you know, again, we've discussed before as well. But just make sure that you're in a position to objectively assess your situation and, you know, acknowledge when you're achieving something positive. Yes. Um, since I know for <laughs> you and I, it's very difficult yes. to do that. Yep. It's very difficult to actually think positively about something that we've yeah. achieved without getting lost into the whole cycle of thoughts. But uh, just be proud of what you're doing. Don't forget to acknowledge the positive things that you're achieving and give yourself time. Don't feel pressured by nothing or, you know, no one yeah. as well. Because there's no reason to do that. There's, as Dave said, the most important thing is to do something that you're satisfied yeah. with. Regardless of whether you're reaching the end point, it, the process matters. If you're doing something that you like, if you're doing something that you love, there's nothing that you should that you should be regretting in the end of the day. And yes, you know it's important to earn money. <laughs> oh to, no, I don't know about to that. have you know to to, 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 <laughs> to, to to make to make a living or whatever the case might be. But um, that's another point. If 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 you're concentrated on developing yourself as a personality and as a professional, you will get the opportunities that you deserve. It's just, you know, I think, I think, I think that's, that's a certain thing. Yeah. You know? And you know, it's, it's always interesting to me because for some reason people don't understand like, that money is just an exchange of value to a certain extent. Now, yeah. here's the thing. On one hand, I agree with what I just said. On the other hand, I don't. Because, you know, you could take something like the music industry. The way that artists make money now is terrible, right? It's, I mean, you and I both know this to yeah. a very high extent. Uh, Haristo owns a management company that manages my band. So we, <laughs> we definitely know how that works. But, yeah. you know, my point being that, you know, most of the time you're going to, you're going to be paid the, the money you're going to receive is for the, at least the value most of the time that you're putting into the world. So that doesn't necessarily mean that like you're going to get it right away though, you know, because like, for example, with a lot of artists with the, the way it goes now, like you talk about nothing more. Do you think mm. they were making as much money 13 years ago as they're making a day? Not even close, Jeez, no. but they were still nothing more. Those guys were still the, you know, Johnny's an amazing vocalist. It's not like all of a sudden he just deserves to make more money now. Yeah. It's kind of like it compounds. He's getting rewarded for the time that he wasn't making a lot of money and yeah. now at the same time. And he deserves it because he was willing to put his head in there and stay down for a while. Same thing with owning a business. Your sacrifice up front. You don't, you don't take as much money out because you can't afford to, literally, you know, mm -hmm. at, the, at the initial stage. Or maybe, you know, it depends if it's just you, like what it is with my marketing company right now. I have to take all of it out for my for my income. But the mm -hmm. thing is, someday, that's, I know, because of some of the sacrifices I make with working with clients nowadays to get my feet wet, that's going to benefit me in the long run because I'm getting the experience and I'm willing to, you know, charge a little less than what I think I'm worth just to get that experience and get that you know, get my feet wet. And guess what? Once you work with, I've already seen this been happening to me because I'm working with one person, they start telling somebody else and they think they're getting a good deal. And then they tell them, they're like, you should work with him and it's working well, blah, 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 blah. And then it just kind of, 
it kind of work. It just kind of uh, snowballs into yeah. each other, and it and it piles up over time. And you, there's just no way to. There's no shortcut to that. I, I've learned that in my life, and it sucks. <laughs> but there's just no way around it. I mean, but also, you know, it goes back to what the thing. The money is a is a result, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we were talking about before. Process mm-hmm. and you know, result. The process of acquiring money is what you should like. I, mm-hmm. this morning, went to meet with a client, a new potential client. I love that. I love the proposal process. I love drawing it up and thinking creatively, how can I bring this person, more, this client more business? How can we grow their name? How can we do that? I love that. I love that process. I love the proposal. So I'm going to win no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. And that shows in the proposal, like when I was talking with the, the p- potential client. Mm-hmm. Same example. I'm about, when we're done here, I'm going to go work out and I'm going to train shoulders, all right? I've probably trained shoulders like pff, hundreds of times in my life. If I walked out of the gym and I looked in the mirror and I was like, I'm not seeing these things grow at all. Like, you know, after I leave the gym today, yeah. I'm just not going to do them anymore. That's just not how it works. It takes yeah. years, right? It takes a long time to get stronger and develop your physique and develop a business and to become a good musician. It takes a long time. It takes a long time. And we live in such a uh, you know, instant gratification society yeah. that nobody tells you that. Nobody tells you that. Mm-hmm. Come out of school, get the get the job with the best money you can make, and you know, save for your future. Put that money away. Buy a, like you were talking about. Buy a house, get married, have kids, have a dog, and then I'll uh, retire. Yeah. You know what? If that works for other people, that's great. It does not work for me. Yeah. Sorry. And, <laughs> same here. And um. You know, Dave, Dave and I have been discussing this for years now, I would say. Yeah. You know, there's nothing bad about people who want that for no. their lives. No, 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 no. I wish it's I was them, to be fine. honest. Same, you know? We, <laughs> Only we've been half talking kidding, about this as well. Yeah. Honestly, there were some points that I wanted to be like that as yes, well. You know, I wanted to be simple. Comes in phases, you know, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, you, you want to make it everything to be more simplified to take the route that everyone respects that would be easier more beneficial for you in one way or another you know yeah but uh it's there are people like us who don't believe that's the the life path for them as well yes yes so you know and and back to your point um when i first established my business I started working for free, you know, I was just working for clients so I can actually develop myself because what I was told when I was in in university from a very successful person that I very much respect and I all know what to is the fact that uh, you should develop yourself first. You should. Yes. The main concentration of your work should be your expertise. Because people would never pay you for your company, for the services that you're providing, or regardless, you know, regardless of what the case is, they will be paying for your expertise. They will be Dude. paying for your knowledge, so on point. for what you can offer them, right? Yes. So the first thing I wanted to reach with my professional development and with the company is to improve myself from every single perspective, and the fact that. I wasn't requesting any money or any commissions was the fact that this was my investment in myself. And to this day, 
as you've said to your point again there's no um there's no meeting with a client or interaction with a client that can finish in a negative manner no because even even if you are not even if you're not getting the 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 job or the role or regardless what the case is it improves you yes it makes you better it perfects your craft which is the main thing and you know this is one of one of the very crucial concepts of my work and you know that and every artist that i represent knows that you know and i'm repeating this everywhere but this is sort of what i stand for is the fact that you should develop yourself to the level where opportunities will come to you oh rather than the opposite yeah absolutely if you're not perfecting yourself if you're not perfecting your expertise you can't expect that other people would be interested in interacting with you so that what what you're just saying there brought two things into my head uh Mm -hmm. the first one being that um there's a really good book called seven habits of highly effective people and in the book what you know the author is talking about i can't remember exactly the terms for this but there's like i'm gonna botch this so look it up but it's like primary and secondary uh success primary success is self-development right so that's like developing yourself and Mm -hmm. secondary success is like the social aspect it's being rewarded for your work or or paid or you know uh, a a grammy in the case of nothing Mm -hmm. more now Mm -hmm. do you think that here's what's so interesting for me to think about if nothing more i'm just going to keep using that example if nothing more if johnny as a vocalist didn't work on himself as a vocalist do you think nothing more would ever had a chance to be nominated for three Grammys in a year. No. Never. No and, fucking and, way, man. There, it's and But nobody's ever taught that. It's like, well, they should make more money every night. It's I can't even imagine for 13 years the shit they heard from their parents and their Jesus. friends and all these people. And, Jesus. you know, we should try to get Johnny on one time on the podcast. Hey. I'd love to talk to him about that. But seriously, like, I can't even imagine that, right? And the second point to what you were just talking about. Actually, I can't imagine that because I'm, I go through that constantly. I don't know why I just said that. But the second point is, you know, what you were talking about with taking on clients for free and working for free mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, most people would just go, look at you and go, what? Why would you do that? Yeah. The same people pay to go to college. Yeah. Me and you both went to college. Me and you both went to college. But right. So like, you paid to go to college and you paid to get that experience. Because mm-hmm. what you were doing when you were working for free was what? You were gaining experience. Experience, yes. That's what you're doing in college. That's what it's supposed to be mm-hmm. done, right? You pay to go to college, but and that's fine, and that's acceptable, that's normal. But the fact that you worked for free for a period of time, people would look down on that. I don't it's understand. Fair. That is the there's a term in psychology called cognitive dissonance. That is yeah. a great example of it. There's nothing you weren't paying them. To let you get the experience, you just weren't collecting any revenue from them exactly. for your experience. So, so what? It's totally cool to spend a hundred grand to go to college and come out and do that, but it's not cool to work for free and get that experience. Come on, yeah. I mean that's just it's basic logic, but it's just for some reason nobody people don't think like that. It just it's, it's honestly always fascinating to me how how just you know the dissonance in people's minds with that kind of thing. It's ridiculous and, you know, just to go, just to get back to the example, I used to work for free for 
probably a more than a year you know and during that time during that time just to clarify this is during my third year in university which yeah. was incredibly hectic um most of my friends weren't able to take any jobs just because the educational process was very intense right. some of them did yep. you know um and i was doing this for free and people were questioning it people were very judgmental about it yeah and um a few years later you know some of the same people would come to me and be like, hey, how all of the progress <laughs> you've achieved happened? You know, where, where is this coming from? How did you manage to write a book? You know, <laughs> how did you manage to appear on TV or whatever? Oh, and I'm like, man. It's, yeah. it, this is just to prove your point, right? Dude. <laughs> because it's absolutely insane. And, um, yeah. you know, uh, the other bit is that... Um, the best thing about nothing more, and we'll use them just because they're such a great example. Yeah, to work yeah, with. I think it's a great example. They didn't only perfected themselves in just one area that is relevant to their career. They, they was they were perfecting themselves in the studio with their yes. stage presence. Yes, they were putting the time, the investment to make themselves a proper convertible product that has the full potential to meet every standard for success. And this is why, this is why they're where they are right now. And uh, I think, you know, I think that's, uh, that's the main mental concept that should be approached. You should, yeah. you should just understand that. Yeah, it's like, you know, dude, like I, I was telling you this the other day, like I wanna do a um, bodybuilding competition in September. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm saying that now because I want to commit myself to doing it. Now, you know, if some tour comes up or something like that, then that stuff takes precedent over this, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if I do that, and I, and I, you know, when I do that, let's say that that way, mm -hmm. when I do that, uh, you know, all the years of bullshit, uh, you know, workouts where I'm like killing myself and eating a certain way and stuff like that, it's all going to be the presentation that's on stage. And all people are going to see is that, right? Yeah. Same thing as when I go to release music now. When we re yeah. release this new music. Like we're going to release... Uh, yeah, so if you're hearing this, uh, we're going to release new... <laughs> I'm going to release new music in a couple weeks here. And I think, in my own opinion, it's such a step up, both in terms of uh, quality, overall quality of the product and my own performance... But the thing is, a lot of people are going to hear that for the first time and go, oh, this is cool. Like, you know, if they like it, they, they might be like, oh, this this vocalist is really good or or maybe he sucks. Whatever you want to think about me, I don't care. Um, but people will say, man, like, I wish I could I could be like that. And then I immediately would send them a link. I should do this to something I recorded literally in this room maybe like 10 years ago with like a, a computer mic that sucked. And just how bad I was. I was awful. But I would have never gotten to where I am now. And I never will get to where I'm going without working at it consistently. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's the same thing. And like, if I'm being honest here, when I look at the quality of the product in which we've made with our new album versus that of like a couple years ago, it's such a step up that like the things I wanted from that music before... I just wasn't ready for, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not that 
you know, and like a lot of, if there's any fans of Unparalleled High that are listening to this, you're probably like, well, what the hell are you talking about? I thought, you know, stuff was good. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. I think it was good music, but it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying that, it, and, and in my opinion, and I'll be completely honest, and I'll always be straight up honest, and I will tell it like it is. I think the music that we made this time around is great. I believe that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you don't like it, I don't really care, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, something I, I, I've come to really appreciate is I am never going to let external uh, views of art, of my art, ever mm-hmm. conflate what I think of it. I think it's great. And if I put this out and nobody, literally nobody likes it, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, like at the end of the day, I do want people to like it, but I'm not going to let that affect how I feel about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just even the mindset I have now about it and just the quality of the product, it's like I'm I'm now in a position. We're talking about like, you know, the primary and secondary success. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm in, I've a- accumulated enough primary success that I'm ready to reap the secondary success mm-hmm. from it. And, you know, you're talking about, like, like you have had much more uh, secondary success in your life than I have. You've been on TV. You've given a TED Talk. You've released a book now. Like, but you set yourself up to do those things, you know? Yeah. And sometimes that takes longer. Like, you're doing a lot of those things, Haristo. Most people are never going to accomplish in their life. Ever. Ever. Okay. No, I'm not just saying that to, like, boost yeah. your ego. But that's, I mean, yeah, how many course. people, how many people get to appear on Bloomberg television? How many people get to give TED Talks? How many people release a book? Very, and, and then on top of that, how many people do all three of those things? Mm-hmm. Virtually no one, no one. And you're 25 years old, and you've done that. And I, and I'm patting you on the back because I know you won't <laughs> do it for yourself, and I know you won't <laughs> brag to other people about it. Yeah. But seriously, think about it. How many people do that? Not many people. And mm-hmm. the only reason you've been able to do that is because you focused on developing yourself. You focused mm-hmm. on developing yourself in relation and understanding yourself, and doing things you're you're getting rewards for things that other people won't get because you've done things that other people aren't willing to do it's not Mm -hmm. a hard concept you know Uh, that's such a great point you know i think um that's the exactly sort of mentality that you should have when you're doing whatever you know right and um just to get back to your point um where you've mentioned that you know that you are creating is something that you just want to be satisfied with that is that's the most important thing about it yes. that you are happy with it right and i think um a, a very strong thought concept that i firmly believe in is that regardless of what you're doing in your life it's important to be egoistical with it in terms of doing whatever is close to your heart and do things that are relevant to yourself and that bring you satisfaction and happiness because this is the only way that you can actually benefit all the people around you as well you know you because you you have to be true to yourself and as you were saying you have to be open and make sure that you're doing the things that are relevant to your own desires and at the same time, again, just you, you you just need to commit to the process. You should enjoy it. You should you should strive for it, because this is what gives you the thrill that I believe you should be seeking in life. You know, yes, the yes. thrill of approaching your goal and the thrill of being 
out of your comfort zone and you know achieving results yeah and it, just reaching heights you know, you know that so. a perfect example of what you're talking about is just us yeah. with this podcast right like yeah i'm not looking like it's not i'm not gonna sit here and be like yeah i don't care if it gets you know successful i i know that it will become successful because yeah. of our our you know what and uh, this is the first episode so mm-hmm. Save this bookmark it and in five years or whatever, when it becomes successful, somebody come back and be like, Yeah, I guess you know you're right. The mm-hmm. only reason I'm confident in saying that, and I will look you in the eye and say that, is because you and I get it. We know what yeah. it takes to build anything. And we know that it takes a long time. And there's gonna be a lot of times where you and I are messaging each other on Facebook and we're like, Man, like it's just not going the way we want it to, and mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. But you were gonna wake up and do it again anyway. So yeah. I know that. And the reason I say that is because you and I, the the process and result thing, you and I love talking about stuff like this. We love talking yes. to other people about stuff like this. So all we did, literally all we're doing, Harissa and I have conversations like this all the time. Mm-hmm. We put a, I put a mic here, a camera there, and I pressed record. That's it. That's mm-hmm. literally it. That's it. And when we bring somebody else on to interview them, again, same thing. Just talking to people about this stuff. This is like how I talk with my friends that are, that well, my friends that are, um, Motivated the same way you and I are. Um, And the reason I believe that this is important is because you and I are in the building stages of our lives. You and I talk about this all the time. The reason we want to start this podcast is because there's so many people that are already wildly successful that have podcasts and are talking about, you know, having a bull mentality and all this different stuff. Mm -hmm. But they're not in the thick of it anymore. They're, they're, They're doing it from their really you know, lavish studio or something like I'm in my parents' house in a room with a blue Yeti microphone (laughs) on a webcam mic. Like I'm going through it right now. So if you're in the thick of it as well, like how me and you are, Mm -hmm. then you're going to be able to take a lot away from this. And you're, we're also going to be take a lot away from you. You know, Mm -hmm. part of, I think the best way to learn is to talk sometimes is to talk about things and teach other people. I mean, that's proven through science. Teaching other people is actually how to learn best. You learn the yep. best that way. And it's not like I'm trying to teach other people stuff. I'm just trying to share. I'm trying to take my experience in my own life and what I'm going through currently and and have gone through and share that because mm-hmm. that's the only way that we improve other people's lives. And that's when I feel whether I'm doing music or business or anything, I'm taking what I understand and I'm trying to communicate it with other people. Just same way that music is representative of life, well, this podcast is representative of life too because we're sharing what you and I have gone through mm-hmm. and what we're going through currently and we're trying to bring that into the world. And that's why I believe so strongly in doing this. Uh, well, I completely agree. I can guarantee that we will achieve that. And I think we'll be very successful not because not because that we're aiming for it, but because we enjoy it. Exactly. We actually gain yeah. so much for this sort of conversations. And this might be the first time that we're recording a conversation between us, but yeah. it's definitely not the first time <laughs> that we had a conversation of this sort before. No, you know? no this has been going on for a and year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. And we're doing this because this helps us. Because there are not that many people around us that understand yes. our mentality, that understand what we are going through. And frankly, you know, with the type of characters that we are, I think it's safe to say that we rarely 
find people that we can communicate with easily. Yes. You know? Yes. I think, yes. I, yep. I think that's safe to say, right? That's yeah, yeah. This applies yeah. to you too. Yeah, I mean, I'm a good bullshitter, (laughs) but um, like, like having like real, like serious, in depth conversation is is rare, you know. Yeah, I agree with you. And uh, you know, for the type of personalities that we are, this helps a lot. And we do enjoy talking about important things for us, about helpful things for us. I don't think we are the small talk type of people in general no, uh, no. you know i personally I, <laughs> I personally struggle so much in social situations where you need to talk about the weather and what you've <laughs> done today and stuff like that again i don't want to sound yeah. pretentious no i get it man yeah the, the type of mentality we have the type of whole life outlook that we have it's hard to find a, a, a proper person to communicate with yeah and for us that's something very very important you know yeah and this is this is why we want to this is another reason why i want to do this podcast as well because we want to gather all of these people and give them you know an outlet for them to just be surrounded and listen to like-minded individuals yes. because sometimes it's difficult to not have people that properly understand you yes. around you yes you know? yes it's yes. very difficult it's very yes. frustrating so yeah. this is what we want yeah. to do you know we want to talk about important things we want to have fun yeah. as well you, you know <laughs> don't don't you think that we'll be always talking about philosophy <laughs> and deep topics like that but uh, these are just the things that brings us joy in terms of yeah. talking about so yeah Absolutely. Yeah, catch us on the next uh, Boldcast number two when we're talking about the metaphysical nature of consciousness. <laughs> no, but no, seriously. Like, I, I, I 100% agree with you. Like, this is as much, like, therapeutic for me than it is anything. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, here's the thing. Like, what my long-term goal or how I'll measure success with this is not by how many listeners we get and stuff like that. It's going to be based yeah. on how many people we're actually impacting. And, yes. you know... What I want to do long term is build a community of people that where they can come and communicate with each other mm-hmm. about these kind of problems that we're talking about. Yes. Because that just doesn't exist really, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, so to kind of wrap things up here, I think that my ultimate goal, like I said, is to hopefully share my experience and let my experience help other people. And same mm-hmm. with your experience. Because yeah. you know, the cool thing is you and I is similar as we are, nobody's exactly the same. And you have different things that, you know, you struggle with and are good at. And I have different things that I struggle with and I'm good at. And it, it makes an interesting, you know, dynamic. And I think throughout the other, you know, the upcoming episodes and the rest of the duration of this, we're going to really get to see that. And I'm really excited for that. So I just want to thank everybody who tuned into this first episode ever. Uh, we tried our best. I don't know exactly how it went, but I'm excited to do more and I'm really excited for the future of this and to watch, you know, uh, our listener pool grow. And hopefully the cool thing about having a podcast like this is we're probably going to come into contact with so many cool people, you know, so many people that are, whether they're listeners or guests or whatever, you know, I, I'm really excited for it. So been a pleasure on this one, man. It was amazing, you know, and 
you know, we want to be part of your journey, but, you know, we want you to be part of our journey as well. Yes. You know, yes. We, we're not here just to preach. We want to all to be, you know, part of one very strong community that we can, where every person can rely on the next one. Yeah. And we can just help each other, you know, and yeah. Yeah, we are all, you know, last point, we're all seeking community in life. And no matter how individualized you think you are, I consider mm -hmm. myself pretty individualized. But to be honest with you, I've never felt as good as I did when I was in Europe with a bunch of other people that thought like me and were had similar life goals to me. I felt as more alive than I've ever been in my life. And that's really important. And as Haristo mentioned throughout this, there's not a lot of people probably in your life that think the way that you mm -hmm. do. And mm -hmm. that's why we're here to build the community. We're, mm -hmm. We might be the like leaders of this community, so to speak, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't look at it like that. We're just the one yeah. facilitating the communication that'll take place. So, you know, I look forward to this and I look forward to doing many more of these because I've enjoyed the last hour a hell of a lot, man. <laughs> same here, same here. That's what Amen. we're here for. Amen. All <laughs> right. Well, thank you guys for listening to this one. Uh, we will be back next time. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Boldcast. You can support the show by leaving a review on whatever platform you listen on. Make sure to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us on both at The Boldcast.